is how's it going everybody today we're gonna be doing our thanksgiving special that's right get your turkey out cranberry sauce the sweet potato and pumpkin pie get it all on the table we're gonna be hanging out with a few friends and also discussing our rituals and things of that nature and the only way for you to listen to that podcast goodness is to sit on down grab a beverage grab a snack and listen to the first ones to die you are now Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan. It's festive season. We are celebrating right now. It's the holidays. So um, grab your eggnog, um, your, your pumpkin spice latte. Come and chill with us uh, because this is our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, Jerome, Alex, how are you doing? I'm okay. I've been drinking. (laughs) Just a fair warning of everybody. Clearly. Um, But it's been a long week, but I'm happy to be around you guys. So I think it'll get a little better tonight. Yes. Jerome, how's it going? I'm good, man. I've been uh, playing. I got my trusty guitar with me. You can't see it because it's blurred out, but I've been practicing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been... uh, been doing that acting classes have been going well i feel good i feel like i'm like actually doing things in my life cool cool and we also have some very special guests today our good friends jasmine and kaylee how are you two doing today wow yeah been a long day <laughs> but excited to be amongst friends yes yes you you if you listen to our podcast um, frequently, then you will recognize these two voices uh, because they've been guests on here before. We are very happy to have them. Uh, Kaylee, you, you didn't say anything, so I'll let you. I'll I'm, let you. I'm very <laughs> happy to be here. Definitely. Yes, awesome. Um, I'll pass it over to, to Jerome to, to, to talk about today's episode. I was going to say, funny enough, this is the first time anyone's ever actually seen Kaylee, because we've mentioned you a lot on this podcast and Blush. on the roleplay episode. <laughs> wow, <there's> only... guys. <laughs> and also on the roleplay episode, there has only been your voice. So this is the first time you're actually physically in the flesh. <laughs> I should have dressed better for the occasion. <laughs> no, you look great. Uh, looks great. This is my like, I literally woke up like this. I've been fighting a cold this week, so it's just oversized sweaters, side ponytail, glasses. Not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes you just need to, like, wear that loose-fitting clothes. And it's wintertime, or it's getting to be wintertime, so this is a perfect time for all that. It's getting cold. This is my play Animal Crossing all day outfit right now. (laughs) Nice. I've started to start playing that again. Fun. So good. They just did the update. Yeah, that took forever, though. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Well, uh, to piggyback off what Jonathan said earlier, it is the festive season. And, uh, you know, for the Thanksgiving episode, I thought we could, you know, just just have a have a heart to heart audience. You know, you you know our voices, but you don't really know us. You know what I mean? I mean, you probably do, because at this point, this is what, episode 50. So (laughs) it's. There's a lot of episodes. You've heard our voices a lot, once a week at least. So, uh, but you don't know Jasmine and Kaylee as much, probably. So, there's two new people you get to meet, 
And also, Thanksgiving season is all about, you know, being surrounded by people that uh, you admire, you care about, people you're thankful to be around or thankful to have in your lives. So I figured we could have just a, a nice conversational heart-to-heart with a few friends that we've had on the podcast um, in absence. Uh, but I will mention them and give them a shout-out. Here is also um, our good friend, Kaylin Knowles, who's been on the podcast. Uh, big shout-out to him. Hope you're doing well. Happy Thanksgiving if you're listening to this uh, in the podcast. Also, uh, Rob, great friend who helped us back when I first started of, <laughs> of the podcast, our first version of it, Behind the Usher Station. So shout out to him and shout out to Lauren as well. Uh, she is amazing. <laughs> and she was also part of our role play episode. So if you wish to hear her voice, you can tune into that one as well. So shout out to all three of them. They're awesome. And, uh, we wish you happy Thanksgiving. Now, going into the this episode, uh, I'm gonna do be dad right now, but uh, we're gonna go around <laughs> and uh, at least go around on my screen and say what we're thankful for. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything special; it just has to be something. So I'm gonna go counterclockwise. So we're gonna start with Jasmine. Oh, me first, Alex. And um, I'm gonna say I'm thankful for my ancestors. And everything that they worked so hard for to give me this beautiful life. Jonathan. I mean, it's cliche, but I'm thankful for friends and family. I mean, you can't be thankful for anything else. If you're not thankful for that, then what what else are you thankful for? Gotcha. Alex? Um I'm thankful more for my mom, my sister, and my sister-in-law. They, We've all been through a lot these past few years. And, you know, it's nice to see that we've all grown so much and started developing such healthy habits and away from the old toxic life we used to live back. So, to growth, too. Kaylee? Definitely friends and family. You know, it's been a rough couple of years for sure for everyone. So makes you really reevaluate some things and what you like to spend time doing and who you like to spend it with, for sure. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, the Silk Sonic album. Uh, it's a good <laughs> album. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, you should. It's a jam. Uh <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I am thankful for, uh, like, this is going to be a loaded answer, but for, uh, like, being healthy. And uh, and that extends to also my friends and family, that other people that I've uh, around me uh, have remained okay during this time, during the pandemic. Uh, I haven't uh, had, an, like, the people I have lost in the, this year and last year, Thankfully, it has not been due to COVID. It's been for other things that uh, and people just living life. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm thankful for is that people have been the people I know and the people I love have been allowed to still be themselves and even through this hard time, still be okay. I like that. Also, I'd like to I'd like to um, just make a note an asterisk that at the beginning, before we started recording, we were talking about the theme songs and stuff. And um, 
we were like, oh, we're not a serious show. And immediately we're like getting, we're like, we're getting there. We're getting getting emotional. (laughs) That's why I had to break the tension. I was like, all right, look, we can't make the audience cry in the first 10 minutes (laughs) of the episode. It's too much. I guess what I, I'll throw out a question. Um, What, does anybody have any untraditional family traditions? Like family traditions for Thanksgiving, or around the Thanksgiving time that people don't typically do? Or you think that people might not typically do? I mean, my family has off, I I don't know if I would say often, but like, it's not unusual to not have like traditional Thanksgiving food. Like my mom will often have it with my mom's dad. So we'll have Filipino food there. And my dad's done like gumbo or etouffee. So like we'll have a turkey, but it's not like I didn't have cranberry sauce for a really long time. I didn't eat stuffing for a really long time. Sweet potato um, pie wait, over wait, John, pumpkin no, pie. Really Jonathan's like, hold up, wait a minute. Hold on, I got a question. I got a question. Uh, Jonathan's having some feelings. Oh no! When you did have cranberry what, I know sauce, what Alex is gonna say. Oh, no, okay. because I want no. I don't no cranberry <laughs> sauce. Do you eat actual cranberry sauce or something from a can? It was from the can. And I don't like cranberries <laughs> like really anyway. So like, I didn't like it. I understand like why people I, like it, but I don't like cranberries regardless, really. Maybe in like a salad when they're dried. So like- I think I, that's I, what I, most, oh, sorry. Is that right. what you have too, Jonathan? Like the can? Well, I don't, I I don't remember a time when I've seen cranberry sauce served at a Thanksgiving I've attended. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> Same, I've never had cranberry sauce. We don't have it on, in the Rhett household. We don't have <laughs> cranberry sauce on the table during Thanksgiving. But if it was, I would ass- I, I would assume that it would come in a can. See, like I've gone to like Thanksgivings and it's never been in a can. It's always been fresh. And then if it's ever been brought uh, during my family events, it was always fresh. Uh, it was only up until a few years ago that Yasi, uh, my sister's wife, lovely person, uh, was like, oh, I really want it from the can. That's where it tastes the best. And me and my sister were like, but like, why though? And when she poured it out, it's just like gelatin cake yeah. thing that you can cut. And, and it holds like, the shape. I kind of understand that. Like, it, like, it looks like nostalgia. It looks like a Norman <laughs> Rockwell painting. Like, you, like I, you, you put your hand in the Norman Rockwell painting if, and you took it out. Like, it looks if Andy like 50s. Warhol- it looks like Americana. Like, it looks like Americana. She's Muslim. <laughs> I understand why white people like it. She's Muslim. Oh, She's from well. Iran. Well, there's no pork in it. So that's why she wanted it from the can. Okay. It was just, also, it yeah, was, what, was, other, it was, what yeah. other holiday was she eating that at? No, she did. If not the American holiday. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fine. I'll give you the Norman Rockwell. It on. is very Norman Rockwell. I would agree with that. That's some like Americana. It's very it, literally Americana. in a can, <laughs> and it it already has the ridges, so it has the guidelines. Yeah, that's how like, it's know. like ridged and like the can shape. Nothing like, else looks like, like that. Where you just have it, yeah. <laughs> and it's not like I've ever seen anybody like mash it up. They leave it in like the can shape anytime. Yeah, I, yeah. they do. No, no, you don't squ- yeah. yeah, they do. Why? Shouldn't you like? Shape. Isn't it supposed to be like? 
So technically, like, what yes. Do you, what do you it, normally put separate, cranberry but, sauce on? I mean, uh, is it just the a, turkey? Ooh, yeah. The, okay. Have yeah, you yeah, ever had like, like, yeah. like a sandwich, like a meat sandwich with like jam? Oh yeah, I've heard. It's kind that. of like that yeah. concept. Like okay. I can understand why it tastes good to people. I, in fact, I would actually. I'm more likely to eat it like as a jam than like just be putting it on my turkey or yeah, whatever. The Not only time I've had but. like cranberry sauce usually it's when it's like on a turkey sandwich. It's not usually mm. like turkey dinner. On the plate. It's not yeah. Thanksgiving. That's mm. fair. I just don't. Yeah. If things can hold the shape of like what they were in, I don't know. We're, you know <laughs> but it's <laughs> the nostalgia. The like that's I, what it is. Like we all have had that, better mac and cheese than craft mac and cheese. But of you course. still gotta eat that craft mac and cheese every once in a while. You know what I mean? Special That's true. Can't be beat. Okay, it's it's All it's right. and the nostalgia factor. It's yes, about it will it. always it taste delicious. Yeah. You can't be so you can't be 28, 27 tasting craft mac and cheese for the first time. Like it's gross. <laughs> That's true. It's, That's yeah. And we, you can you can go for you know you can go for um, a, a, a good piece of fried chicken, but then chicken nuggets are there as well. And you, mm. you know, you, you have sure. both, so. I, I'm just laughing at the idea of I'm like, I'm sure 27 years without in the, craft in mac the and cheese. I'm chicken nuggets. going. <laughs> okay, that was, that was my abnormal tradition. What's y'all's? I, we never had, I've never, we don't have abnormal traditions, but there was one year though, we did something that I was like, man, I, I want to do that again. Is one year, I don't know why. I, I remember I was like, I think 16 or 17, my family decided for Thanksgiving that they were going to flip the script. They're like, uh, and I don't know if this was a grandpa decision or a grandma's decision, but they decided all the men were going to cook. None of the women were going to cook that year. It was going to be just the men doing it to give the women like a year off. It's like, y'all just relax. Take, take some time, sit on the couch, enjoy yourselves. And it was good, actually. I was surprised how many dishes we did know how to cook, <laughs> to be quite honest. We cooked like a whole meal. We did everything. Of course, the meat was there because if there's one thing men know how to cook, it's meat. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> that's the one thing. <laughs> Every dude knows how to cook some version of a grilled something or bake something meat related. But uh, we had like, you know, collard greens, rice, beans, uh, all, you know, pretty much everything we already have at Thanksgiving. I think the only things we were missing were like, like more, I don't think we had green beans. I think they didn't do like green beans, but they did like lima beans and stuff like that. So you are actually pretty killing cool. me because that is not, <laughs> those are abnormal things. You know that other people don't lima have collard greens at their Thanksgiving, Listen, right? First of all, I'm from the South. Who has lima I know that, but that's, why, like, lima beans, that's my though. point lima is that beans. if you ask, if you ask the, if you ask some American in the middle of Seattle, what, an average Thanksgiving dinner okay. is they would not say Hold collard on. greens. That's Seattle though. That's <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like that's abnormal. Like that's part of it. Like mine was cultural, so is yours. True. Oh, it's wait, still wait, abnormal. Okay. I mean, lima yeah, beans. Who has no, lima yeah, beans in the for eight holidays? And I'm not hating. I like lima beans. No, to no, be fair, that year we have lima beans because. Lima, we have lima beans because I'm sure the men didn't know whoever cooked those beans. They they couldn't cook nothing else. That you know was what? That one you know where I was. Year. I did think that this was going though. Your story, where I was like kind of stressing out. I was like, oh. I thought yeah, I saw you text <laughs> it reminded me of that um, Fresh Prince episode where Vivian makes the kids cook. Am I mixing oh, up my yeah. episode? That's an episode, right? 
I think so. Where yeah. Vivian makes the kids cook Thanksgiving. Because like I think I think one of the sisters comes and like calls her spoiled or something. Or like Oh no, I think it's Vivian's sister. I think it's Will's mom. Oh, that's right. Hold yeah. Up. She comes over and she's like, they're too spoiled. You should make them do like do some stuff. And so they she makes them cook. And, and it's, it's not a disaster. Good. <laughs> it's, it's a complete disaster. <laughs> no, by all no, that is an episode. I remember that episode. Okay, good. Uh by all rights though, no, I'll it should have, have it not gone as well as it did. But to be honest, it actually went really well. And I was like, I don't care what happens when I have my future son, he's going to learn how to cook for the day. I throw a curveball at him and it's like, what do you think you're doing? I'm going to sit down and watch football, dad. No, you're going to be in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> Your mother's taking a break this year. We in the kitchen. Get the apron on. Let's go. <laughs> it was a good time though. That was a fun, that was a fun Thanksgiving. It was great. I don't have any abnormal traditions for Thanksgiving. If you include like physical fights sometimes, those are fun. (laughs) Uh, um, But my mom used to have this thing when we, so she would basically cook the turkey every year. And I've told this story many times before to people. Um, Her favorite thing to do. And for some reason, I forgot she did this every single year. I was a very big baby when I was born. So she would find a turkey that weighed the same amount as when I was born and pretty much be like, catch it and toss it at me. I'd be like, oh, is this what we're getting? She's like, no, that's how much I carried for nine months. <laughs> I was like, you're so that. dramatic. What, when you were a kid? I love it. <laughs> no, yeah, it started when I was like young. I want to say like 11 or 10. She was like, here. Okay, so you were old enough to like catch it. Oh, yeah, no, I was old enough to catch it. But she would just like, without real much warning other than catch, she's like, that's how much you weighed when you were I born. feel like it should be followed <laughs> with, so you still want that iPhone? Hmm? <laughs> I was like, 10. There was no such I'm, thing as an iPhone yet. I'm just picturing you like in the grocery store and you know how they do like the Seattle like fish toss at like Pike Place? That's it's what it like felt that, like. But with like a full size And every year for some reason I forgot and I wasn't prepared. I'm thinking, oh, this is a turkey? She's like, no, we need something bigger. More people are coming. <laughs> but that was like a little Thanksgiving tradition we had was that and... But anyway, yeah, she would cook the turkey and I would just help her all the time. So mm. that's not really abnormal, but that's always just a nice memory. Yeah. I, I can't necessarily think of anything abnormal either. Um, I just I just think of growing up when like our family would come over to our it was usually um mostly my mom's side of the family because my dad's side lives in uh, California and Louisiana. And um, I was one of, it was me and my younger cousin who um, is five years younger than me. And we were like the youngest of the cousin group. Mm -hmm. And we would always go up to my room and I would always be so excited. Like, yes, yes, the the cousins are coming over. It would always end. It would always end with like some somebody bullying one of us. Like, what's somebody picking up? <laughs> and by the end of the night, I'd be like, "Need to get out of here. I hate this." <laughs> <laughs> Why was I excited but, for this? <laughs> right. Listen, baby Jonathan probably was such the coolest kid. I'm sure. 
he was just the nicest guy. I've seen pictures of baby <laughs> Jonathan. He was adorable with cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> did have the cheeks. Maybe that he was it. That was the a target. It was, it was a the cheeks. Target. I've seen your baby photos. You have just the cheeks. And it was you were mostly cheek. Anyone right. who's ever gotten an email from me has seen baby Jerome and they always say the same thing. They're always just like, Is that you? You look so cute. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> yes, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, baby Jerome is precious. Whenever your mom posts the pictures on Facebook, I like I like every single one. <laughs> like they're always so cute. And then a lot of the times it's always just like baby Jerome and you're like wearing like a little suit, which is like adorable. Aww. Like why is baby Jerome so fancy? He's I don't so know. dapper. Cuz I'm so going cute. to church more than likely. <laughs> So You're ready cute. for those services. That's right. Man. Yeah. Going back to the collard green thing, it made me think about like, what is the traditional? Because I like to think that when it comes to Thanksgiving dinner, that is very relative to what your family like cooks. Like there are some staples, of course, like the turkey, maybe cranberry sauce, maybe a pie, like pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie, whichever one you prefer. But like past that, it then just starts becoming like a smorgasbord. Like whatever we cook in the house is what we gonna put on this table. Like that's that's pretty much just a lot of Jerome. I was more curious for your cooking Thanksgiving meal. What did y'all make for dessert? Because I made I sweet feel, potato pie. That's what I did. Now I can't speak I feel for everybody like dessert else. Dessert cannot be overlooked, and you know, like baking a dessert, like. I made two pies. I made two pies, sweet potato pies, and then I think my cousin made a pound cake, which is like my grandma's specialty. Uh, But I think that was it. I think that those were the two. Those were the two only desserts we had. Which normally those are the only two desserts we ever have: is pound cake and some sweet potato pie from somebody. (laughs) From somebody. We well, have like it's... Mexican food too, so like I don't think it's abnormal because it's now just a cultural thing, right? Infused with Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. like we had the rice, we had the beans, we had uh, mole there, and we had all these other stuff. Especially when on my father's side, who's more traditional Mexican, they definitely had. I think honestly, the only uh, what you would consider American Thanksgiving feast was the turkey, and the last few years they had the turkey completely wrapped in bacon. It was delicious. It was a lot. Oh my so god! Yeah, it was really good. My that arteries hurt good. hearing that, but it's, it, it still sounds I mean, delicious. Like, well, those things, like those things, make sense to us. But if you're thinking of like again, like that, like Americana aspect, like Thanksgiving is like white. Oh, it's for very sure. Very white. It's like for white sure. people yeah. food. You know, that's why they're not. Well, I mean, like maybe in the south they're having collard greens, but like. If you're watching, like, the perfect American family, like, Beaver's family or some shit from, like, the 50s, and their Thanksgiving spread, it's going to be some dry-ass turkey. Yeah. Some mashed potatoes, no butter, no salt. (laughs) Some limp green beans. Potato salad with the raisins in it. (laughs) (laughs) And those, like, weird jello desserts or whatever, like, they have from those cooking magazines. I have never had... Has anyone here had the gelatin like like platter where it's yeah. just a big thing of Jello? Oh, like I have a, no, like I'm not. Jello, uh, just gelatin like a Jello with a, mold, with, like yeah, a Jello with stuff mold. in it, stuff yeah. with like oh, fruit and stuff. No, no, yeah. I did. I did that once for a science project though in, in high school. Huh? 
Um, <laughs> I made a jello mold because we were like, uh, is it for we, cells to do like the new yeah, right. and stuff? It was that, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> Wait, it was for what now? It was for to like uh, create a cell, like you got had the nucleus and everything. And, oh, oh, that's pretty okay. cool. That's creative. That is creative. Very I creative. never did that, but another school did that when I was growing up. They had they did that project, and I was like. I mean, that makes sense, but that's lame. <laughs> but that's the only time I've had like a, a kind of a jello mold, I guess. Uh, I had it when I, when we used to be active in the church when I was younger, those church Sunday basement dinners. Oh, God. There's always some older woman bringing some weird dessert. <laughs> and it was always a gelatin mold with some. It wasn't even fruit sometimes. Sometimes they had peas in them. And I don't know why they did that. Peas, See, peas that's just like the yeah. raisins with the potato salad. Like, it don't make mm-hmm. sense. I'm why? not saying you're wrong, but yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, why aren't the kids eating the jello? Because there's a pea in there, Nancy. I don't want to eat it. <laughs> Nancy would bring potato salad with raisins. I had this discussion at work. <laughs> Literally had this discussion at work. Uh, I, Sorry, back to the, the jello mold high school project thing. I remember I was walking down the hallway with it and i had it in a container that was like an old like chinese food uh box one of the um like plastic or styrofoam things and this random girl who i had never talked to she said oh can i have some and she was dead serious she was dead serious like she like i actually had food in (laughs) and i'm like oh i'm sorry it's just a science project I don't know what I would have said if it was actual food in there because like <laughs> back then I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. but anyway, yeah, side note, that's a, that's a side story. That's a I'll never forget that. weird event to occur. Yeah. She was but literally asking me it. for some of my like would have been Chinese food and I'd never spoken to her. Yeah. Day well, life. and then you could be like, your teacher would be like, what happened to your nucleus? And you could be like <laughs> someone literally like, it's like the dog ate my homework bit. But someone literally ate it. I'm sorry. Well, you could just some like, other girl ate my homework. You could be smart about it and be like, "Look, it's no. a cell, right? So I ha- I added it to her collection of cells in a solid matter. It is now currently being turned into liquid matter, and then soon it will probably be gas or something. I don't know. Look, <laughs> the point is, do I get the A or not? <laughs> I did the homework. That's like motion of energy, I think. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Or, this is a display of a damaged cell. You can see the cell wall has been broken into someone in a bit precise slice like form where someone took it and put it on a spatula and put it on someone else's plate, basically. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but fast forwarding back to the dessert thing. Um my, uh my my go to dessert because my granny would always make it, make you rest in peace, banana pudding. With vanilla wafers? With vanilla wafers in it. Oh, oh, of course. I love that. I don't even like banana pudding like that, but I will still try vanilla wafer with banana pudding on it. I don't know what it is. I hate banana most, banana everything. But I and and when they and when the nilla wafers get like when there's some that are like crumbly and 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 hard cr- or crunchy oh, yeah. and when there are some that are like soft and mushy you get that combination because mm, it's, so it's good. the ones that get, at the bottom get a little more soggy and then you put them right on the and crumble them mm-hmm. exactly so good the yeah, texture no, it's got to have the right texture yes 
And that and peach cobbler. Although I like banana pudding more. I haven't. Last time I had peach cobbler was camping in the Boy Scouts, and it was good. And I dig. I could see it. Did you do it like open flame, like in a cast iron or something? Yeah, my dad. Oh, my yeah. dad had a big cast iron like pot, and he made it over um, over our campfire. Mm. We also I've made had hope. peach cobbler a couple times. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of peach food. I think. Do you have the ice cream with it? No, maybe that was wrong. Mm, you gotta have the, mode makes the, everything better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have the warm mm-hmm. peach cobbler and then the cold ice cream. All yeah. right, I need to go get peach cobbler and ice cream now. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, thing of the Thanksgiving traditions, does anyone have like a movie they watch? around the not necessarily on thanksgiving but around thanksgiving time that just makes you think well of thanksgiving. i will say because we were talking about like regional differences and that is a very big midwestern tradition especially in my home state of michigan is to watch the lions lose the game <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going you know to be doing so you know right now. They're, they're, they're not doing well like, i know there's one day of the year every year that the lions are playing and like even when i lived in seattle on thanksgiving i will like espn.com look up the lions game to watch it like just to watch the lions lose and then like we all post about how sad we are but we all see it coming like have they lost every single time you've you've watched i mean honestly like it's sort of a running joke about Detroit sports right now. They're they're not doing well. We we love our city and we love our state, but but uh I mean okay. well, the Seahawks can problems. relate right now. So. Here's the thing. I wanted to look at their record. No, no, no. No, they can't relate because at least the Seahawks have won a game this season. Detroit is sitting at zero eight and one. That's still a loss, Jonathan. Uh, let's talk about the fact that we gave away Matthew Stafford, who was like one of our best players for some reason. Like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't even understand football, but like, even I kind of know. I was like, well, that was kind of weird. Like, I don't know. But that that is a very Midwestern tradition of like, you watch the game and we always watch the lions and like, we always know what's going to happen, but you have to put the game on anyways. And like, I, you, yeah. 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 I feel you. Like some people are like Macy's day parade. People Midwest people are like, you're watching the game. Detroit Lions. I forgot the parades are a thing on Thanksgiving. Right. And the dog show. Yeah. Well, I oh, the say- dog bowl. That's like one of my other traditions I like to do too now is like, so sometimes I'm home for Thanksgiving in Michigan, but sometimes I'm not. And when, usually when I'm not home for Thanksgiving, I make it a point of like, I'll watch all of my favorite Thanksgiving episodes of TV. So like, I like to watch all the Friends Thanksgiving episodes, but my favorite ones are the Bob's Burgers episodes. Yes. Of Thanksgiving are always hilarious. My favorite will always be where he keeps dropping the turkey in the toilet. Yeah. That was like my the favorite turkey episode. In the toilet episode. Bob's Burgers. Hilarious. Yeah. That is like the best episode. It's yeah. the episode that everybody's like, he's also like a little into guys too. 
And that's okay. We love Bob for who he is. Um, that's really, show really good. I've, I've always been meaning to watch, but never How did you not watch it? My best friend, he just started watching it. And I love it because now he'll just text me like references to that show. I'm like, finally, it's only taking you the three, like, no, how long? I've known him for like like six years now. It's only taking the six years I know you to finally watch the show. Jonathan, come on. Wait, what, I watch Bob's Burgers? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen sporadic episodes. I haven't watched like a full season though. My best yeah. friend, his girlfriend made him watch it. And I messaged her. I'm like, thank you for finally getting <laughs> him to sit down and do it. Admittedly, the only thing that made me like actually want to watch Bob's Burgers is the crossover episode they did with Archer, <laughs> where so it opens with yeah, Archer being in Bob's Burgers because the same voice actor, <laughs> Sean Benjamin. Technically, that's an Archer episode. It it's is Archer episode, Bob's, but Burgers. it's just the idea of like crossing over like the the like shows uh, ideas. That I was it's like, yeah. you know what? Maybe I should watch Bob's Burgers. Seeing <laughs> all the characters in the Archer style is yeah, super yeah, that's fun. Interesting. and they've done it in the reverse. They've done the Archer characters in the Bob Bur- Bob's Burgers style. Too. There's also an episode of Bob's Burgers, but it's about a, it's a brunch episode um, where they do. I think it's like 35 people's different drawing styles. Uh, oh yeah, like made with like fan art. And they run through it in that particular episode. And I will be honest, I watched, when I first saw that episode, I wasn't aware what happened. And I was quite stoned with my sister. <laughs> and that she would didn't tell. Really she's like, episode to yeah, watch. no, I was super so, high. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to buy burgers. I'm like, great. Got on the couch. All of a sudden, the show keeps changing into different styles. And I was like, I, what is going on? What She's like, oh, buy? it's like a fan art what episode. I'm like, you have to warn me. That was like a lot. <laughs> like I'm panicking now. <laughs> it was so bad, but it was, it's such a good episode. So no matter the panic that came with it. I would say I would normally if my family, it's like some Tyler Perry movie is on, on BET. You could probably watch on Thanksgiving. Uh, but also, um, and it's not, you shouldn't watch it on Thanksgiving because you're going to be maybe sad by the end of it. Uh, and Kaylee, you know all about this now. Uh, but uh, if you, yeah, don't watch Soul Food. Um, <laughs> great movie. Fantastic film about uh, family coming together, eating dinner. Normally on Sundays, not necessarily Thanksgiving. But it's it's also sad. <laughs> it's There's a lot of sadness in that movie. And I don't advise you watching it for thanksgiving if that's your your uh i mean movie you could watch the lions game but that's also <laughs> sad <laughs> that's sad for different well. reasons all right somebody's losing money in vegas somewhere somebody <laughs> like another person's like <laughs> well <laughs> that person losing sorry, money in vegas had, is losing I their love sneak the self-deprecating <laughs> lions joke in there i apologize on you're the right lions so all food day. is a great movie but yes very sad <laughs> i feel like i feel like nowadays a lot of christmas stuff comes out like even before or around thanksgiving it does um so i, I feel like in recent years i've been watching christmas stuff either on Thanksgiving or a day after Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, but my Thanksgiving movie would definitely have to be The Wiz, which... <laughs> which you're about to talk about. We're about to do, yes, an episode on. At the time of this recording, yes, we're about to do a review of it. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my Thanksgiving movie. And I, I know it is for, like, 
a lot of a lot of uh, people, like people uh, uh, in the in the black community, um, as their like movie because it takes place at Thanksgiving and the first ten minutes is is at Thanksgiving and that's it. That's literally it. That's why that's why it's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> oh, so it's sort of like uh, what was it John McClane and. Yeah, Die Hard. Oh, yeah, and Die, Die Hard. Hard. Oh, Christmas yeah. Is, yeah, it takes like, place during Christmas, there a movie? so it's a Christmas movie. Like, no, yeah. no, it's not. Uh, yeah, I would say The Wiz is a great pick. Um, thanks to my sister, because she loves the movie to death and know, literally knows the whole movie by heart. She can quote it off the back of her hand, like, like, the, like it's printed on the back of her hand, uh, is uh, This Christmas. She loves that film. And uh, because the Christmas stuff starts playing on Thanksgiving, normally this Christmas is on TV somewhere. And if it's on, you better believe my sister's in the house. We're watching it. Like <laughs> She loves that movie. She loves when Chris Brown sings the Otis Redding song at the end. She loves every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I actually have to get a start on Christmas movies on Thanksgiving because if I don't, I'm just going to be like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. Let me just watch a Christmas movie while I'm wrapping these presents. And that that will literally be my Christmas movie experience yeah. for that year. And you can't watch a Christmas movie on December 26th. That's just depressing. So, <laughs> so it's over. It's so all you have over. To get started. You have to get started on Thanksgiving. You have to. Uh, hey, listen, as soon as the Christmas music starts playing on the Christmas music station, because every city's got one, I, I, I crank it up. Like, I love Christmas music. So I hate it. I see. You know I what it genuinely is. Genuinely hate Christmas music, and I I will do my best never to listen to it. And maybe until the like the last few days before Christmas, then I'll maybe listen to it. I get it. It's it's not it's not uh, music that is for like enjoyable listening. For me, what it is growing up in church, I've heard a lot of the 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 choir. Christmas music. I love the secular Christmas music. It's all like it's the easiest way for me to play secular music in the house when my mom's around and not feel like I have to worry about curse words popping up or suggestive themes <laughs> or something like that. It's just like it's just Christmas music. Jesus is going to come up at some point in the lyrics somewhere in there. It's always the second verse. <laughs> second verse is where they get kind of religious-y <laughs> well see like my they mom just sneak would, it well, in yeah, there yeah yeah they sing it about the second verse you're already caught by the tune and everything and you're with it you're gonna finish the song so uh well like people it's that whole people start playing it too early and i get tired of it so early so i try to avoid getting tired of it too early by not listening it to it too early my co-workers are actually playing christmas songs in the in our little like oh it's too early office area it's not Thanksgiving like, yet we were playing it on Wednesday can we do it again I'm like I don't like it but you can I'm not gonna like be the the Scrooge thank you or the Grinch no I am absolutely <laughs> the bitch there I am happily one uh but not the Scrooge I, I think I she said people's crevices did you say Grinch did you say Grinch the Grinch <laughs> no either way. I'm about to I say because that's not what you said. <laughs> oh, that's what my what came through my earbuds. Uh, I am that one, but uh, that's right. Yeah, the Grinch and Scrooge. Who was worse, Scrooge or the Grinch? 
Scrooge. The Grinch. Scrooge, easily. Because the Grinch is just an annoying uh, mad neighbor. Like, he's just upset that y'all making too much noise. He's asking for y'all to turn it down after 10 p.m. Like He's just the, trying to mind his own business. Right. Scrooge That's is fair. actively stopping his employees from celebrating Christmas <laughs> with no pay. And he's like, holiday pay? What is that? Does this look like I give out holiday pay? It's been it's been a minute since I've seen the Grinch, but doesn't he sneak into Cindy Lou's house and try to steal her Christmas tree? Okay, but see, here's the no, thing. No, he does steal the Christmas tree. Oh, he yeah, does. he does. He steals everybody's property. That's not worse than, like, keeping your employees in poverty. Right, and also, <laughs> yeah. and also uh, he gives say, it back. Like, he gives it all back. that... The, the Grinch is not doing like systemic crime. Like he's not doing this every Christmas, right? That's like, true. Scrooge has been doing this every Scrooge, every Christmas. Scrooge is Scrooge, one hundred and ten. That's true. Every day of the year, you know. But like the Grinch is like a one off, you know. He's he's just having right, a so day. Then like Scrooge really is. He's just an awful human being. But like. The Grinch is awful for Christmas. Also, furthermore, here's the thing. The Grinch has a fair reason to hate the Who's, okay? If I live on a mountaintop far away from the city and can still hear you (laughs) on Christmas Day... Y'all making way too much noise, okay? Versus Scrooge is being a jackass to all of his employees. And why? Why? Well... She broke up with me that one time. So now everybody got to pay. Are you serious, Scrooge? Are you for real? Just because she won't call you back, Scrooge? I got to suffer? I thought, no, in the original tale, didn't she die? No. Was the, the engagement was broken off. It was broken off. Oh. She's still alive. She leaves him, I think. Right, she leaves him. <laughs> There's one version well, I saw she died. Well, he putting off the wedding because he wants to save more money. Cause he's Scrooge. And like, bitch won't wait around. She's like, bye. <laughs> I understand I understand where the Grinch is coming her. from. Okay. He's just- Good for her. Okay. I, well to the yeah, to that I guess to the Scrooge point, I, I I feel like the more common term to define someone who doesn't like Christmas or is or is mean during Christmas is a Scrooge rather than a Grinch. Yeah, shouldn't it be like you're being a Grinch, not a Scrooge, because Scrooge is awful. Three, I think three, it's 65. that you're a Scrooge when you're like just being grumpy during Christmas versus you're a Grinch when you actively hate Christmas for whatever reason uh, and go out of your way to make it terrible for other people. <laughs> versus by causing property, by breaking and entering, ca- causing property damage and <laughs> theft. Also, I, Cindy Lou, the whole, I, like watching the Grinch movie, I did rewatch that movie recently and the Jim Carrey one. And Jim Car- I'm sorry. That's Cindy the Lou only Grinch movie I accept. Cindy Lou, who's dumb, okay? Because yeah. here's the thing. The, <laughs> I, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, uh, did you just say that's like, the only one you've seen? I just had to rewind that. Just that's back. the only one I accept. You don't like wait, the cartoon? What about the cartoon? The original cartoon. It's so good. Not the, the, not the Benedict Cumberbatch one, the original one. What? Yeah, with the song. I don't think I watched You're the original one, one then. Okay, then how the can you say it's the only one you accept? There's only two versions. No, there's no, three. there's that newer one. Benedict which is Cumberbatch the one. did a third oh, one. Yes. And there's been one on Hulu oh, where they had a musical. Harris, right? Yeah, and there was a newer one like on Hulu that had this like 
Oh, it was awfully the painted green, green guy with like it looked like a cherry popped on his nose, painted green. The guy from Glee, um, they did the live musical version, yeah, like last year the, or the year before. Yeah, that year they were doing all live musical versions of it. No, the I'm definitive, pretty sure I've seen the original one. I just don't recall the original one. The original one's the definitive version. All right. Yeah, the, the original one is okay. the best one. It's, it's all right. And then um, the Jim Carrey version. It's all right. <laughs> it's all. It's all right because here's the thing: the grit, the book is only this thick. Okay, it has a very simple story. It's Grinch, a child's book, of course it's this That's thick. what I'm saying. The Jim Carrey movie is two hours. We are filling up time with garbage the we don't need to tell this story. Walk. The animated version is so the best Jim version. Jim Carrey and Ron Howard could run. <laughs> um, I'm gonna transition to Elf, because I just heard that- all right. Well, this is important. I, I just will, <laughs> I will say one thing before we talk about Elf. Uh, so basically, we're saying the Grinch is an outlaw. So props props to him for like upping the cool factor. And two, because we had talked about food earlier, and I didn't get a chance to chime in, but I would just like to say as like a PSA especially to like all the fellow white people out there it is a crime to underseason your potatoes okay <laughs> like don't do it that's what you're focusing okay? on the potatoes why not the actual turkey <laughs> like, no cuz like jasmine why is it so dry jasmine was talking about some like bland like american like thing and i'm like wait Wait, wait, wait. Dude, I love mashed I potatoes, but when it doesn't like, have the salt and pepper, like, come on. You're I feel like Kaylee me. was specifically hurt when she heard that, like, mashed potatoes. Technically, that makes it drier. Mashed potatoes. I want you to but defend the turkey. Why is it always dry? It's like, I, I cry a little, like, my soul dies. No, I'm <laughs> thinking of, like, I'm thinking of, like, the really, like, <laughs> ugly food oh. you see in, like, the movie. Or like, like some that's what I'm thinking potatoes, Like you know it's like, like sitting under hot lights, but it looks gross. Oh, you know they ain't eating that. Like yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm saying. It's Normal. like it just I don't know. I just I just needed a moment to talk about like that should be a crime. Like it really <laughs> I like, like I like twenty minutes are later. one of the easiest <laughs> things to make and they're delicious. And all you have they to are. do is just add butter, salt, and pepper. Pepper and like well, some garlic milk. doesn't hurt. Maybe and some garlic. garlic. No, heavy mushroom garlic. Night. Yeah. At that point, you're just being extra. Like you know, good mashed potatoes doesn't need a lot. So like, sad mashed potatoes are sad mashed potatoes. Like, <laughs> so. I just wanted to say that, and also props to the Grinch for being like a criminal. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the I'm man. just impressed. Like, we're talking about, like, not a, if he breaks into every who's house and in steals one all night, stuff, maybe we're not giving him enough credit. Like, wow. Well, see, that's only because <laughs> Ving Rhames ain't come through town yet, and and, and is uh, you know, promoted ADT yet. So nobody has any security system. But when he gets there, 
Uh, he'll yeah. be selling Arby's sandwiches and giving out ADT subscriptions. Uh, yeah. Time. And that's my only segue. <laughs> okay, now, Jonathan, we can talk about Elf. So, now, so that Elf. Had, now that I had my mashed potato rant <laughs> and my rant about the Grinch. And also, yes, the cartoon is the best version because that song is a banger and it's just. Oh, the you're on. a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. Don't they play that in the Jim Carrey one? But where, they where is do, but it's a new from? version. It's a version by somebody else. I don't know who sang it. But it's like all jazzy yeah. and stuff. The new or the old one? Newer one. Old one is New one is has classic. jazz. New, old yeah, one is like old. more blues. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Elf. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking there about was Elf. Two pieces of, there was just two pieces of news that I heard recently. One is that... Um, there was going to be an Elf 2, but Will Ferrell said the script was so bad that he abandoned it. And two, um, the Elf costume recently sold at auction for over $200,000. What? That was it. I, be- I believe that. Yeah. People are obsessed with that film. For real. It's like, a, it's like a modern day classic. Yep. Because it's not one of the old, old ones. It's not one of the ones from, it's, it's from like the 2000s, so... Yeah, man. That's wild. Anybody watching the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special? Probably I really always make it a point ago. like, oh, I'm going to watch Charlie Brown, but I never do. <laughs> My family listens to the Charlie Brown Christmas when we open presents. But oh. like we put on the soundtrack on like Spotify. But if anything, I'd been meaning to actually go back and watch the Charlie Brown specials because I hadn't seen them since I was a kid. And if anything, I was like, I really need to see the Halloween one with the Great Pumpkin. And I wouldn't mind revisiting the Thanksgiving one either. I forget, weren't they like bought out by like Apple, but then there was like a big stink about Apple like not making them like public or something? I'm not sure. I'm unaware. I forget. <clears throat> I don't know much about Charlie Brown. Charlie, like, who wait, Charlie Brown was oh, so they could be on like Apple TV and stuff. Yeah, like because uh, okay. it it had originally been like not public domain, but like free access, and then so everyone was so upset. I think Apple made it like free and for like services. a certain amount of time or something last year. They're gonna ruin everything. Gonna make it where you want to watch this show, or you get this streaming service is the only way to watch it. What about this show? Oh, that's on another streaming service. You got to get another one like that. It's like, for God's sake, what happened? You know, I do miss. That's the one thing I miss about TV. All you gotta do is click, turn it on, and yeah. find a channel. That's that's it. There is no. Oh, well, you got to make sure that's on the right streaming service. Hold on, let me double check. Oh, that, it ain't on I that will one. Say it, <laughs> that's one of my new like family traditions when I go home and I visit my parents is because they still have cable, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like sometimes they'll always want to fast forward through the commercials, and part of me is just like, what even is this? <laughs> like I have like a wonderment about it now, you know. Because, like, the commercials on TV are so different from, like, even YouTube commercials, you know? Like, my brain is trying to, to wrap my head around it. It's kind of, yeah. it's, it's a little interesting. I've been, I'm just, like, I, you know what it is? It's that I've been, like, the spy, at, to, uh, at the time of this recording, the second 
Spider-Man No Way Home trailers come out and people were going bananas waiting for this trailer every day it was new people being like they said the trailer's gonna drop in like 76 hours and uh and 19 minutes and 38 seconds i'm counting it down right now it's like remember when the only way to watch trailers was to go to the movie theater you had no anticipation because you didn't even know what you were gonna see the at most the only anticipation you had was seeing posters in the movie theater and being like oh i wonder what that is and then hoping you see that trailer for whatever movie you saw the poster for in the whatever movie you're going to go see yeah i miss that feeling of going to the movie theater and being like oh what's oh what's this movie coming out like seeing the poster or whatever but now you know You'll know like months in it before they even start filming the movie because you'll well, see. Then you'll oh, know years because Marvel set out that whole time yeah, timeline. Right. Yeah. We already know we're getting another. I, I I still think that's funny though. I I feel I feel bad for Brie Larson, but I think it's funny that Disney was like, "Oh, you talk all that smack, huh? But you ain't even gonna get your own solo movie. You got to share it with these two other women." <laughs> we, Speed it's unfair because I like Captain anybody, Marvel. <laughs> it's unfair. Has anybody ever been to the movies on Thanksgiving or Christmas? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, on Christmas. Thanksgiving, no. Christmas. My is. my best friend Morgan and I, we often like for most of the years that we've known each other, we've gone to go see a Disney movie either on Christmas or not Christmas, either on Thanksgiving or that Friday. Which oh, that's cute. Is. What Disney movie do you think was like your favorite for like Thanksgiving? That I've seen on remember. on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Probably Coco. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that's a good one. That's I think good. that came out at Thanksgiving. I'm trying to remember yeah. like which ones because we'll go see them like a yeah. Disney movie regardless. So I'm like, which ones came out in spring? Which ones came out in like Thanksgiving? You know, but I think Encanto's it was Coco. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like coincidentally, yeah, Encanto has is coming out for Thanksgiving this year. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like spilled my water, not my wine, my water everywhere. So. <sighs> That's I mean, that's what I'm doing I over here. I feel like of the two that you could have spilled, the, yeah, the but I had so much. Was... I had more water in my cup than I did wine, mm. so more mess. But anyway, yeah, Enchanted's coming out, and I do want to see that film. I think it's gonna. It looks Same. beautiful. It looks really it looks cute. good. I have a lot of movies I gotta see. I want to see that. I want to see Ghostbusters. Uh. I don't think they need to let Ghostbusters die at this point. I just am curious to see, like, because here's the thing. It's like, I gave the uh, 2016 Ghostbusters a chance, and I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was as bad as people said it was. But I will say, um, since this is them trying to do a more official sequel, I'm going to give this one a chance and see if it's good, too. I've heard it's, like, okay from, like, people I trust. But I'm still going to watch it for myself just to see. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, um, I think Ghostbusters needs to just die. Because <laughs> it's ghosts. We don't need to. We don't need more sequels. We just really don't. And it's just like you don't have to continue a franchise. Here's the thing, though. You know what it is? It's it's you say that, but then we look at A24 and we look at half the stuff that comes out of that studio. I mean, the, to date, they have a studio about a half a, la- a lamb who gives birth to a half lamb, half human baby. <laughs> That's the movie. The whole thing is just wrapped around that premise. <laughs> what movie trailers what are movie you watching? That? Where did I go? Lamb. 
and I'm gonna watch it someday. <laughs> we saw that trailer together, Alex. Right, Alex, we saw it. <laughs> Look, I like man. to. We saw I'm, that when we went to I've the talked candy about man. my childhood. I like to repress things, okay? Clearly, that was something that I desperately wanted to uh, rep- repress. Although, something even, oh, that's right. No, no, I remember now. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. Although, I will say, thank uh, you for reminding A24 me. A24 is putting out some new things. I do, I am excited for Macbeth, starring Denzel Washington as Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's oh, really? Be dope. Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. Yes. Is it going to be like. Shakespeare where it's like word for word like the Romeo and Juliet or like an interpretation like oh like Othello was I don't know yet I mean he has like the knight's outfit with the sword so I think so but we in the no trailers come out where we've heard dialogue so I don't know if it's going to be do you know what awful movie I recently have just watched connected to Romeo and Juliet what's that do you know what I'm thinking about Jessica no that That was just the way to start it with them no, that horrible one with uh, Is it the animated one. No, it was a. Uh, it was like modern day. They were in California. Oh, you're talking about a- Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and No. Uh, oh, you're not talking about that one. Oh, what was his name? White dude with bleach blonde hair. Damn it! That's a lot of white dudes. Jamie, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Jamie Tatum. Like, who are Jamie we talking Kennedy? about? Jamie oh. Kennedy. Do you remember him? Yes. We, well, we talked about. But um, I don't remember mess, what movie. Mess from Master of Disguise. It was no. It was literally. I think maybe just everybody collectively blocked it out. <laughs> uh, there was a one with Jamie Kennedy, the guy who did the like Kennedy X Factor or whatever that was called. Um, and it was like a modern day Romeo and Juliet. He did back in like the late nineties, and it was horrible but it was surprisingly accurate to what it was you're not talking about the leonardo dicaprio one no it might not even be jamie kennedy oh no this is gonna i'll I'll come i'll bring it back once i find it (laughs) it was set in like the 90s like california style that they sounds like Romeo and Juliet. Right, that sounds like Baz Luhrmann's no, no, Romeo it is and Romeo. Juliet, which takes place in California, like during I think like the nineties or two thousands. But I believed he. Played you should look at maybe what Romeo maybe. and that Romeo and Juliet that we're talking about looks like. Like you should look at the characters. Oh no, you guys are right. You guys are right. Yeah. I see it now. That's that's bad. I'm I about don't. To say there's I don't. Only one I honestly, of Romeo and Juliet in I the nineties. That's, that's the Lerman's. only. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Leonardo DiCaprio. I didn't really pay attention to film because all the other. <laughs> scenes without him honestly were so much funnier <laughs> and just like it was like i was reading something and somebody had said that this film was actually more accredited to holding the lines of shakespeare's work to it than a lot of the other romeo and juliet like little versions or bigger films about like shakespeare's work yeah dude we watched that film in english class yeah. Same. Like, same. I, like I didn't. I remember I did it being not. like extremely faithful to. It's the just play. the setting. That's I never, not, I never watched it. So, like, yeah. I yeah. saw something on TikTok, and I was like, I want to watch this. I'm like, this is awful, but also I'm enjoying this, and I don't know why I'm enjoying this so much. Baz Luhrmann does that. He's that's uh, he's the same. I was about to say y'all be hating, but I like me a, ba- a I, Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. It movie. depends because so. I I don't mind Romeo and Juliet. I don't like Moulin Rouge too much, but that's mostly because of the singing. 
Uh, I like The Great Gatsby. I thought his version of Great Gatsby was cool. Um, and I like The Get Down, which is on Netflix. So it's like it's like a 50-50 with me with Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. I'm usually in the minority of like a of liking a lot of weird movies though, and maybe it's because I don't always have like nostalgia tied to it. Because I also I like love the new Ghostbusters, the like yeah, 2016. I but I'm also like a huge SNL fan with like Kate McKinnon, you know, and I just you know I I love the girls so, <laughs> but that's true too. Yeah, but I mean, I definitely, like, Baz Luhrmann, if anything else, has a very, like, fanciful visual display. Mm-hmm. And I will say, because speaking of that, I haven't listened to the one episode you did, but because I haven't seen Dune yet. And I really want to see Dune Alex because Dune. it's done by the same guy who did the new Blade Runner. And, like, part of me, like, is kind of nervous to get into it because it's, like, I forget how long Dune is, but it's so long. I mean, the first but movie was, the, like, an, a two, two and a half hours. Two and a half yeah, hours, yeah, but, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Blade Runner, where it was, like, a really long movie, but it was so beautiful. Just, like, the landscaping. And I'm, like, I can be kind of about that with movies, so that that can be sometimes my jam. Oh, thinking of movies I, and new. I got thirty minutes in. New movies that uh, would be that if you're looking for an action movie to watch, I guess on Thanksgiving, uh, watch The Harder They Fall. I like that movie. That's on Netflix. It's about it stars uh, all black cast: uh, Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, uh, Idris Elba, Regina King. A lot of high grade black talent. Um, it's a cowboy movie, and I dig it. It is not very Wait, accurate. What is this? This sounds great. <laughs> it is. It is like a western, like kind of like. Uh, I was. I was like, "Where are you going with this?" And then you're like, "All black western," and I was like, "What? This sounds amazing." Without spoiling anything, that's what it is. It's an all black western, yeah. kind of like a modern fantasy in a way. In the way, like the colors of the movie are and how it's filmed, but it's super cool. It's dope. Uh, it is getting a bit of hate right now because. Some of the uh, Zazie Beats characters, yeah, mostly because of Zazie Beats character. Uh, for um, because of whose character? Zazie Beats. Uh, she plays. Yes. She yes. plays stagecoach Mary. We do who need to discuss. In it. real life, is mm. darker skinned and uh, and heavy set and heavy set. So she's like Zazie Beats. Don't look like her at all, <laughs> like oh. in, in in any capacity. At all. But I will give you. I do see their point. But I will raise you that nobody in that movie looks like their counterpart because uh, Jonathan Major's character looks like a pimp in the West. I've seen the pictures of what he actually looks like. He don't look like him either. Or and uh, Idris Elba's character is like super skinny and small. He's about my size, but shorter than me. Like a lot. None of them look like who they're supposed to be. So I think they just wanted to kind of go with just like we're trying to get famous people to play these characters i don't think they were trying to go for realism granted it doesn't make it doesn't change anything about the idea of them casting zazie beats for a character who's heavy set and bigger but i'm just saying i'm just trying to play devil's advocate and get into the mindset of where they were coming from when they made the movie regardless still a good film i still say if you can look past that i think you'll have a good time 
But if you can't, I understand. I get it. I don't think I can. <laughs> you know what's more awful is that they made a new Home Alone movie. It is true. Oh, I heard yeah. that's trash. It's on Disney Plus, right? And yeah. why is the what the so the kid he had a British accent in from the scenes that I saw, he had a British I accent. I already don't but like the, this. The, I'm sorry to be like America, but like Home Alone is such an American movie. Like, come on. <laughs> well, the thing I noticed is that like I haven't watched it. It's actually on my queue. I'm going to watch it because I just kind of want to see what it's about. But the description or the narrative or the summary is a married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. What? So they're not even he's not even like defending his home turf. He sounds like he took something. Somebody's just trying to get it back. I mean, I don't know. I... So this child is just being awful. Yeah, that sounds like this kid is just rude. <laughs> this child is just rude. And he's, yeah, this like... sounds just like a rude British child. <laughs> Call Sue but, um, She can set him straight. But I, I, I did see a com- I don't know if you guys have seen the commercial. It's uh, I think it's for uh, Chase, I think. Um, and it's... Uh, what forgive me? What is her name? The mom. She's in um, Schitt's Creek. Um, oh, oh, oh yeah. Catherine name. O'Hare. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Yes, she's going around a department store screaming, "Kevin, Kevin!" And then Kevin Hart shows up, and he's like, "You have a you have a thing for losing Kevin's, don't you?" <laughs> I <laughs> love it's, that. It's amazing. Oh my god. I love the original Home Alones, though. I'm like, that's one of my traditions. So that's like a little near and dear. The good movies. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing like newer versions of it, but I'd like I'd like it to hold somewhat faithful to like canon. Like even if it was in like a different country or like a different place or like a different like already from what you're describing of like a missing object like that sounds more like indiana jones mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. like what is you're making christmas indiana jones now <laughs> okay i feel like home alone is is cemented in its time though like they've made how many sequels just off the originals already it's like home alone should just be left alone like no I'm pun intended one, no no there's four there's four home alones for real yes there's like I a whole bunch that. of sequels to Home Alone. But it's the and one none and of two them that you really need one and two. Than one and two. Yeah, I only thought the there was only, one and two. Yeah, one and I two are the only ones you need to know because the rest are not good. Well, now I, I'm going to look them up. Now I, I also find them. appreciate Home Alone because it's one of the few times where like, I like the sequel almost as much as I like the original. Mm-hmm. Like Home Alone 2 with like Tim Curry, like... This is just the thing is awesome. is that Home Alone Two does what most good sequels should do, which is take the premise but shake it up a little bit. Instead of it's because the first one is he's home alone. The second one is he's not at home. They left him at the destination, and now they're gone. And it's like, all right, that's a nice mix up. He's not at home, but he still has to figure out a way to do the home alone thing with the robbers and whatnot. Like it adds some variety to it. After that, though, and that's pretty much it. Miscon- <laughs> it's also a misconception that um, Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animals comes from Home Alone 1, but it's actually not spoken until Home Alone 2, Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animals. Really? Yeah. 
and the, also there it's the are same like fake homeless. movie i think in the first one but he doesn't say that yeah. specific line in the first one mm-hmm. i mean i think that's true too like why the second one is so successful is because it does do that same like it keeps the tradition of like why you're watching it is to just see like a little kid do some weird like attemptive murder what's the word of all these like, men and Goldberg <laughs> device like what's the term i'm looking for when like marbles hit other marbles and a yeah, ladder Rube Goldberg device. Things. yeah yeah we just want to see that christmas themed like, <laughs> okay like that's what we want like because like he does it in a house that's like not even complete right so like it goes that's to true. show you like you know, it really probably could be accomplished anywhere. It's just being faithful to the canon that's probably like the most I still important. I still hold in my head canon that Kevin McAllister now like works for the CSI or, or, or CSI CIA, like making like <laughs> weapons that can take out the enemy before they even get in the room. Like, oh, it's I just... think he's a criminal. <laughs> oh, he's you went the be. complete opposite direction. I went. He's working for the government, making his mama proud, and you're just like, no. no. <laughs> no he's, he's doing some weird fucking white collar crime <laughs> he's- wait really quick i i'm reading the i'm reading the descriptions of the other home loans there's five of them the fourth one has uh kevin McAllister's parents divorcing yep yeah and then the dad wow. and the dad That's meets sad. like a new <laughs> wife who's like for lack of a better term a bitch <laughs> and she's just mean is it isn't um, either so one? Sad. I think it's either. Isn't Kaylee Cuoco in one of them? I don't know. It's either Brie Larson or Kaylee Cuoco is in one of one of the. Home oh homes. yeah, I think she's in the third one. I don't know. Don't see. Anything. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, ever since watching Brie Larson's YouTube channel and also seeing her in Scott Pilgrim, the woman could do no wrong for me. I love Brie Larson. I think she's great. I've seen her on Scott Pilgrim, and that's about it. <laughs> she's awesome. She's great. Uh, she's a great. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that's all I've really seen her in. She's cool. I feel like I could have a conversation with her. I feel like the more challenging question would be like, if there was another Home Alone, where would we want it to take place? Hmm. California, because you did it with all the snow. Let's have a beach day in the summer. <laughs> yeah, let well no, let them enjoy Christmas finally. Well, they were trying to go to Florida for Christmas. The, I was about to say maybe, the, Florida but that's where, where it's all rainy. No <laughs> but that's where it's all rainy and stuff during the winter time. I so I would go to like Cali's. It would be less rainy at least. So I've been told. I would say I not mine isn't so much a location, but rather a time. I would love to see Home Alone in college. Oh, you get like, left on campus or something? No, well, here's the thing is that I've had that experience. One time for spring break, all of my friends left and I and I couldn't go home. So I was stuck at spring at campus by myself uh, in my freshman year. And uh it's I I could easily see that being the premise, and then like I don't know, the robbers are like coming to one of the uh, the dormitories because it houses like some rare thing of some kind, and Kevin's like, "Well, gotta get to work. Let's get these marbles." <laughs> <laughs> 
But would he still have marbles in college? I mean, th- here's the thing. It still has to be home alone, all right? It's not like he's going to be like, well, time to get the shotgun. <laughs> is, <laughs> is this part of the canon? It's not home alone unless it has marbles. Well, it's more just, it has to have like household things. He can't just, I know, yes, in a realistic world, he would get a gun. Wait, but in so the in a realistic world, world you want to see what he, than that. <laughs> but if he's in college, college, he can like either yeah. drive away or just like Here's the thing, all right? Look, I'm the, Jonathan, I'm not going to issue the whole plot, okay? I don't know. The robbers cut his gas lines. I'm just saying there's a reason. From like my years in college, wait, from my years in college, I at least remember never wanting to really walk fully into a guy's dormitory. (laughs) One, it usually smells like Axe body spray. So I'm pretty sure they could blind them with that. Axe body spray, definitely. Uh, Good tool. Well, granted, I went to art school, but our dormitories were co ed, technically. Like we didn't share like a bathroom and stuff, but uh, we all lived on the same campus. It was just split up where your only your roommates would be your gender. So I had two guy right, roommates. Right, I, I had that to too. Me. But like, you know. that's what I'm saying. A guy's like apartment space or whatever, especially for college and high school like guys. There's a they love Axe body spray, and I don't. Well, no, this wouldn't be the, the movie would take place in a dorm room. You need more space than that. You need like a house, so it would take place in like the the. Is he a frat bro? No, I don't think Kevin could do it. I think he would outsmart then all the hazing definitely rituals. definitely not affording a- And then he would get them back. He's not affording a house then in college. Not, no, not, it doesn't necessarily have to be a house. I mean, you know, it could be something else. I don't know. I, look, again, I'm not, I'm not writing the movie right now. I'm just giving you an idea. <laughs> Too many plot holes. <laughs> like, you know. And there you go. On that note, uh, this has been the Thanksgiving special. I was about to say that exact line. On that note, um, this was very fun. I enjoyed this conversation. Um, we kind of went on a tangent. We started in Thanksgiving. Yeah, and tradition. I feel like it merged into Christmas a little bit. So but isn't that again, what Thanksgiving is about? Is though, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Like we Everybody always bypasses Thanksgiving and just that. goes to Christmas. <laughs> But yeah, the true spirit of Thanksgiving. We talked about Christmas. Um, <laughs> anyway, w- uh, what should we do now? Should we get to socials? Um, sure, socials. If you want people to find you, let us know. <laughs> uh, Jerome, you go first. Sure, uh, you can find me at not Jerome Rhett on Instagram, as well as at Robozu Media. When I eventually have time to post something, you'll see it up there. <laughs> But in the meantime, those are the two places you can find me. And also, check out our uh, First Ones to Die YouTube channel as well for all extra content on stuff we're doing. Uh, Gaming videos, vlog stuff, uh, book reviews, uh, reviews for movies we didn't get a chance to all three of us see. And of course, always uh, video versions of every podcast we've done. So if you want to see everyone's beautiful faces, that's the place to go. So again, for at the First Ones to Die on YouTube. Nice. Um, Jasmine, what is your, uh, where can people find you? Um, do you have anything to tell people about, plug, anything like that? Uh, yeah, Jasmine Shiloh on Instagram, just my first and last name. Um, I did delete the app today because I've taken a, a break from the social media. It's been a lot this week, I think. So, but I'll be, I'll be back. Nice. And Alex, how about you? 
You can find me on Instagram at Alex and Nobody. Um, you can also find me mainly on TikTok at Alex and Cheddar, where I also run the TikTok account for the podcast where you can see little clips of our videos or I make the guys do stupid stuff too. That is also where you can email us at um, the first ones to die at gmail.com. Also, all our other social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, and even Facebook, we are all over there. And we're also looking to open up a little merch store soon. Where you can get little stickers of our designs. All hopefully soon. If I finish with my stuff here, I can do it. <laughs> I believe in you, cool. Alex. Thank you. Thank you for the encouragement, Kaylee. Anytime. But and what about you, Kaylee? Where can we find you? Uh I can Ooh. be found. Uh my Instagram is uh K underscore E underscore Dumbowski. Just my last name. It is very long though, because you know, Polish. So, uh, but yeah, I'm there. Yay. And you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Uh, like Alex said, check out our YouTube because um, one of the things that Alex and I just started is a book club. And this month's book is, should I, should I, should yeah, I say? Yeah, give it a little taste. Okay. It's, um, what is it? How to Marry Keanu Reeves in 90 Days. That is the book. It is. A, <laughs> I'm already loving it. Honestly, I I'm already in love with that yeah, title. Yeah, it's a it's a nice. Soul. It's a it's a pretty breezy read, and it's just got you like I love it. I'm already yes. in love. This was yes, so stay tuned for that. Also, if you are listening to this on, if you've got first of all, if you've gotten to the end of this podcast, thank you. <laughs> but um, if you're listening to this on Monday, um, tomorrow Tuesday at 4:30 p.m. Pacific. Check, check um, the Facebook page of Hit Record because I'll be doing a live stream with Joseph Gordon-Levy and um, Ken, um, Ken, what is, oh my gosh, this last, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Ken, Ken from FDFI, Franklin Douglas uh, Family Initiatives and the other community producers for um, Hit Record's Virtual Monuments Projects. So we're gonna be doing that and uh, that's exciting. So check that out. Um, and with all of that being said, thank you all for joining us. We're very thankful tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, we're thankful for you, audience. We're thankful for y'all listening in. Thank Just thought about it. You. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Peace out. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, all. Bye.